I like how you said, I like how you use that phrase, the inescapable ex expression. And yeah. I wonder, like, can you talk more about the inescapable expression? I mean, it sounds like that, that sounds, that's, that just sounds big. You know what I mean? Like, you right. can't get away. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just sort of this, like, this feeling that you can't get past um you just it's just this itch that that won't go away um unless you scratch it it's um yeah like it it just it won't go um you know and in, and of course you could you could outright reject it god doesn't force himself on us um although i have found that the few times i have rejected that uh, inescapable impression. It doesn't end well. So, um, there's that as well. So I, I guess I've learned to, um, to embrace it. Mm, mm. Yeah, that was a kind of similar thing for me with going back to school. Um, I attempted to go to seminary in 2007 2007, 2008. And I, I don't know why, but I only applied, well, I know why. I only applied to one school at the time and I didn't get in. Um, and it's interesting because I thought, I, I didn't think to try again. I didn't think to, oh, well, I didn't get into that school. Let me apply to another. Um, I think when I didn't get into that school, I just kind of thought, well, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I'm not supposed to, maybe I'm not a minister or maybe I'm not um, a person who's a minister that's going to go get formally trained, you know, because there's yeah. lots of people like that. Um, and they're great ministers. They're great leaders, you know, and they have not yeah. been to seminary or any type of divinity school. Um, so I thought, well, maybe I'll be one of those people. Or maybe I'll just be the kind of person that um, maybe there's a different route. And um, and so I thought that for quite a while. Um, yeah. And even, even so much that when we moved to Maryland, I was accepted and was planning to go to, to WAU um, for, they have a counseling psychology program and I was just like, all right, this is where I'm going. This is it. I got in. And then we move here. Uh, you know, we, we moved here in July. I was supposed to start school in August. And my financial aid got all messed up. <laughs> and I couldn't go. I, you know, I couldn't go. And I was bummed. I was devastated. Because I thought that was it. That was the ticket. So fast forward three years the feeling around divinity school and seminary, it, it never went away. It was that, and what did you call it? Inescapable. Right, impression. Yeah. The, inex the inescapable expression. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't go away. And, um, summer of 2018, I went to Bible study one night at RPC and pastor Graham was talking about, Oh, I know what it was. He was talking about the scripture. Um, I think it's in Matthew 6. He was talking about how sometimes Christians use 
thy will be done on earth is it you know that that part he was talking about how sometimes we use that as a crutch not to ask god for what it's for something specific you know and um and it was in that moment that i like it was it was like that that inescapable expression or the inescapable impression it was like it came down like a like it it was so strong like i just it was it was too strong and um that next morning i drove to what is my school now and i was just there i just went up there you know and i walked the hallways and there was a moment when I um, was even in the hallways and I was praising God, like, oh, God, I thank you for opening this door. Like it was, it yep. was, you know, and then I sat down and I started writing out a prayer and just asking God about this as a next chapter, you know. Yep. Um, anyway, fast forward, I'm in school, right? But even in that first year of school, I applied to the divinity school, but there was something in me and I believe it was God that was saying, apply for the dual degree. But I was too scared. (laughs) I was just too scared. Yeah. And throughout my first year of divinity school at Howard University, I could not shake this feeling. I could not shake this impression. I could not get rid of this this thing on my back regarding social work also. I was mm. like, oh, I don't know. Yep. So I said, well, I'll just apply. Uh, I mean, I'll either say yes or no. That's it. Right, right. Anyway, that was a bit of a tangent, but it was, it was, it was, it was um that piece again around the inescapable impression. And sometimes yeah. God's voice, hearing God can be a feeling, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I would say that that's mostly been my um, experience. I feel like there's only one time, yeah, one time that I can, that I can definitely say like, oh, I really felt like I heard the voice of God. Other than that, it's, it's always been more uh, just, yeah, that, that feeling that you, can't shake off so yeah um i'm i'm curious when you when you heard god's voice audibly did the voice sound like anything familiar that you've heard before like like i've heard that for some people the audible voice of god sounds like a familiar voice like a like maybe your own father or maybe even your own voice or your mother, right. or, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I don't, it's so just, it's just so different. Um, and not like a, some sort of like super spiritual, like um, thing, like some sort of like, I don't know, but it's, I don't, it, it was, it was words. It it was almost like a, like voiceless words, like to me, like it, it was, um, so 
So I was I was pursuing this girl who was not interested in being pursued. Um, but you know, you keep trying anyway, right? Because you hope that things will change. Um, but I was also around that same time going through through the book of Hosea, and you know, just that um, that allegory, that analogy of Hosea and Gomer. Um, in the same way that his wife was being unfaithful to him, God was using that as as an analogy of how Israel was was unfaithful. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of in that mode. And so one night I'm just, you know, I'm praying about this relationship, um, trying to like move on, like trying to get over the feelings and all of that because I recognize that it's really going nowhere. Um, and it's just, I'm just stressing myself out. And there was just this, like, the words were the same way that you're chasing her. I've been chasing you. And like, I just was in complete awe and felt like for the first time, I really understood, um, I guess God's love, like how he, how he chases us, how he pursues us, how he's constantly trying to to win us over, to win us back. Um, I love the the text. I think it's in the book of Zechariah where it says that God is is singing over us. Um, and you know, I just kind of imagine the um, you know the stereotype of the the guy standing outside of a window with you know playing his guitar, trying to woo the girl over from, you know, her balcony. Um, you know, so like Romeo and Juliet or um, what was that movie? Say It Ain't So or whatever with um, John Cusack. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it was, it's like that. Like God is constantly trying to, to win us over. He's singing over us. He's trying to woo us. Mm. Um, the scripture says. Um, and, and for the first time, like I really felt that. And I actually heard my God say that to me specifically. So that was, that was an awesome experience. Wow. I'm thinking back to, um, when I heard, and I use the word heard, um, but like you, it, what I hear is not always something audible. Sometimes I never really thought about the way you just, just described it, that um, sometimes it's the words, but there's no sound, you know, but I know that that message, that that's, that that's what God wants to communicate to me. You know, Um, I remember, I remember when I heard, um, God called me to ministry and I remember being at church and, um, it was a worship service. I can't remember if it was like a night, like a, like a concert at night or if it was during the, you know, regular worship time. And I remember being in the, the church I was going to, we were worshiping in a school, um, in Connecticut. And, um, I remember um, the praise and worship was happening and, um, and all of a sudden it, it was like, 
um, it's, this is so interesting to like be able to describe it, right? Because it's kind of yeah. hard, right? Right, it is. Um, yeah. But I remember, I remember holding myself like I was. My arms were crossed, crossed, uh, you know, across my 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 chest, and I remember kind of like just kind of swaying, and the music is going. But then I I I. I see my name, so to speak, you know what I mean? Whether yeah. I heard it or, or felt it or sensed it, I sensed God saying my name, you know? Yeah. And all of a sudden my eyes were closed and I remember kind of like having this, um, I wouldn't call it a vision, but it was, it was almost as if in in my mind's eye, so to speak, I don't know how else to describe it. Right. I I was this. I was this. It reminded me of Horton Hears a Who. Okay. Okay. Yep. <laughs> like I was this speck, and everything around me, it just kept getting bigger and bigger, and it was dark, and it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and I was just like, whoa! What? Like it was just. It it, it was it was the most amazing ridiculous it it was it was just this moment where one i know god was calling me like this i'm calling you to ministry right but in that moment it was also like god was showing me i felt like god wanted to show me how big god was yeah and how teeny tiny I am, but how valuable I am to God's overall plan. And I remember that night or day, and I remember sharing it with my pastor, like, yo, I just had this experience and I believe, I believe that I hear God calling me to ministry. And it was interesting because he just kind of said, okay, that's, that's nice. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> he was, he was very, he was a very good steward with that information because well, I find that when, when a pastor um, gets information, a disclosure from a parishioner, a member um, saying, Hey, I think I've been called to ministry. Um, that that's that's a that's that's a that's a lot to hear right in that moment. I also want to acknowledge yeah. that 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 experience was not in the Adventist context, and so receiving calls to ministry from God, I've seen at least in my short time serving as an Adventist, um, it doesn't look the same way that it has in other contexts for me. 